0: The wildest thing that ever happened to me when working, this was a while back. I worked for an international organization that helped women in microfinance. And we had a big conference in Italy. That's important. And we had leaders from all over the world, including like from Africa, Asia, you know, all over. And there's something important you should know. In most parts of the world, a lot of people don't drink alcohol. Right. It's either against a religion or this or that. So when we were organizing the conference, we were very clear with the hotel in Lago de Garda. Uh, listen, we have a lot of non-drinkers coming, and they're like, "Ah, oh, don't worry, we have an analcolico punch. Analcolico <laughs> means no alcohol punch." So we, everyone's there, and they're saris, and you know, they're moo's and it's kind of everyone is you know, getting ready to have a nice evening, international evening. And we start noticing that they're kind of getting wild, right? And a bit shaky, tipsy. And I I, there might have even been a couple of people on tables. (laughs) And I went up to, finally, it sort of dawned on me, these women are drunk. (laughs) And I went up to the guy that, like, ran the catering of this hotel and this was in italian but i'll say it in english like what's going on they're drinking the non-alcoholic punch and they're drunk and he said "Ah, non-alcoholico in italia in italia oh just a little alcohol <laughs> <laughs> and i was like just a little just a un po', un po. little <laughs> and i was like oh my god it was anyways it was funny, but then not so funny when some of them were throwing up.
1: So there we go. Oh, oh. oh were these people that might have had a problem in the past
0: or like they they were just like they were Hindu. They were oh, they no. didn't drink. They did not drink, ever touch alcohol. Well now they do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so against their religion. So like they yeah. feel bad about getting drunk.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah. It was <laughs> it was kind of yeah. And they didn't like the food either. Yeah. It is oh, no. In Italy, yeah. Too many sandwiches, not <laughs> enough meat.
2: Anyway, I'm say Panini. Oh, panini. That's right. No, panini. There you go.
0: There you go. So. Oh, I am Antonia Bowring. I forgot. And I am an executive coach. I am very importantly, I am Canadian, but I live in New York City. And I am an insurance dudette.
2: Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed
1: by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretziker. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. (laughs) Right. <laughs> that's a heck of a story yeah i think that's
2: a second story on this show that's involved italy huh ah right yeah. and then yeah. somebody somebody flew to italy to get yep. to, to meet a client yep wow okay that's cool and i mean it's a it's a
1: bustling hub hey.
0: <laughs> hey. hey they have a hey. pizza
1: so you're from canada and you moved to New York, personality-wise, those are polar opposites.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Thanks for noticing that. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, can Instead I tell of saying, you, what, you got wait, a problem? Wait, can I That's tell you, you a story? And yes. I'm going to tell it to you like I'm an American, and then I'm going to tell it to you like I'm a Canadian. Okay? I like it. All right. So have you ever heard of uh, High Rocks? Uh-huh. high rocks high rocks is this kind of crazy physical fitness thing you do you run a kilometer then you like push a sled of weight then you run a kilometer then you row a thousand meters and you do uh-huh. this eight kilometers in eight events and it's it's tough it's really tough like so, Spartan
2: or something like yeah, that right? yeah yeah kind okay.
0: of like a spartan race what yeah. is the
2: kilometer <laughs> it's like oh, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a small mile
0: it's a small <laughs> mile, right? So I've done a couple of these high rocks things. And the uh, last one I did, I'll tell this to you as an American. Guess what, Jason and Craig? I came second in my age group in a recent high rocks. Ooh, right? That okay, awesome. now do you want me to tell you like a Canadian? Sure, yeah. Well, guess what, Jason and Craig? <laughs> I came last in my age group. <laughs> It? There were two
2: people. That's right.
0: So I'm that going back so one more time with the goal of being the only person in my age group <laughs> so I can do it super slow and, and win. Get on the podium number one.
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: Yeah, that's but it's funny. kind of true. Like, yeah. that's how Canadians lead, eh? And mm-hmm. that's how how you Yanks lead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It- and I would have to say that New Yorkers – and I know there's – we have a lot of New Yorkers out there, so this Be is Be careful, not, Mr. Jason. I, no, no, here's the thing. They're I love New Yorkers. You. But mm-hmm. I've also worked on teams that talk to a lot of New Yorkers, and they're like – they always say the same thing. Oh, that person's a jerk or like that. And it's like, no, no, no. You don't get it. Like that's but, uh, just how it is. They are blunt. They – tell you how it is, they tell you how they feel about it and how and I'm like, that's just that's just passion. Like that's that's just how they work.
0: Fast. Yeah. And they order their coffee fast. Everyone's always in a rush. So apparently the speed like goes down across the country.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So Hawaii is just the slowest is just that's it. Yeah. 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 I mean, Hanalei is the far is like way, you know, on Kauai, the farthest east probably. And it's and it says slow yourself down (laughs) when you write when you pull in.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Good point.
1: Interesting. Well, awesome. I would love to know how uh, you became an executive coach. And I want to know the like like the story behind it, too. Um, Usually, however, we get somewhere. There's a lot. There's a really good. And sometimes painful story that got Mm. us to where we are.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, mine wasn't super painful, but I I will say that this is what I was born to do, but it took me a long time to figure that out. And also, by the way, never hire a coach who just graduated from college because they don't (laughs) know what the hell they're doing. (laughs) <laughs> That's a personal opinion, but no, <laughs> I I don't know if you can coach under forty. I might get in trouble for saying that, but well,
2: I mean, I think that there's a lot of experience that goes into it, yeah, right? Like, I, I mean, you're so. transferring wisdom and knowledge based off of experience, yeah. not just textbooks. And so I agree,
0: I agree. Yeah. So unless you're like a gold medal winner or something, and you bring a whole different sort of angle to the coaching, so I have been a management consultant, worked in Canadian Parliament, worked in microfinance, like I just told you that story. And and then I held some leadership positions in nonprofits. And then I went to run one, open an office of one, actually from California, in New York. And we did really well, super well. But guess what? We did not control our budget, right? We could raise money, but the money went to the California base headquarters. And then we accessed it through the budget process. Right. And, um, the organization essentially went bankrupt, which nonprofits technically can't go bankrupt, but it did. And so we had worked really hard and we'd done really well. We got, it it was to help low income women start businesses we had great engagement. We had recruited. There were businesses that were starting to flourish. We had great numbers of them finishing the course, getting access to finance. And and then all of a sudden, it was like gone, right? Oh. And I thought to myself, I, I, had, a, I had brought in some coaches um, to help the women pro bono. And this was like in 2012. And... The only thing I was clear about was the next thing I do, my success or my failure will depend on me,
2: Mm. not
0: anyone else. And then this woman who was like my totally beloved mentor who passed away a few years ago, really young, because I'm really young. And um, she she said to me, what are you going to do now? And I said, I don't know. I, I don't know. And she said, well, why don't you take my intensive coaching course at NYU? Uh, you're a total natural. And literally, I never looked back. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
2: What I'm was it happy. that you loved about it?
0: Well, oh, man, what do I love about it? Uh, first of all, I just am naturally super curious And so I'm really interested what's going on in people's lives. And that's one. Secondly, if you're a coach, you're always doing knee search and research. You're always like taking courses, trying new different kinds of therapies. You're, you're, you're always building your toolkit, right? Yeah. I love that. It's like your own personal self-improvement plan, right? If you're a coach. Because you got to be your best to show up your best for your clients. I love the diversity of clients, issues, sectors, you name it. I love the flexibility. And one of my core values is in service of. And right now, the way that value is activated is I am in service of helping my clients to thrive and flourish.
1: Love it. Are, are you an Enneagram five? Do you know? you
0: know what? I don't. I I don't understand Enneagrams. Someone told me they thought I was an eight.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: What's what's an eight?
1: I think an eight is very. You're an eight. I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a seven. You're an eight. I am. Yeah. So I'm an eight. I am the. um. <laughs> what is it? The contender or no. What is an Enneagram eight? It's the, um, I'm argumentative, basically. The challenger. <laughs> right. it, it, Craig does Craig, right. Craig this. So that's it's like you lucky. challenge everything. Like even if you will take the opposition of what you actually feel just because you want to challenge the thought of somebody else. I'm always like, I'm like. That's my son. Contrarian. Oh, that's your son.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah. I, maybe, I, I, I don't actually, I don't actually think of myself that way.
1: The fight is the Im- investigator, like you're okay,
0: um, okay insightful, yeah.
1: curious, you're, you love oh, to yeah, study it me. and that stuff.
0: Or you could call it, I, I am a seeker for sure. Yeah. I'm a seeker, like for sure. That that's is awesome. Yeah. I think yeah. that, I that is that in, one. In, the, in, the investigators,
2: yeah. that's, that's the investigator.
0: The seeker, like. I will tell you to write my book, if we ever talk about my book, I had to give up stand-up because now I had a short career in stand-up. Wow. Most of it was online, but I had one live show. Guess where it was?
2: On Zoom. Online. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Oh, was it at a place? Um, at, the, um, at the Apollo?
0: Close. It was at my mother's retirement home. Same thing. <laughs> Close.
2: Huh? Did yeah. you kill?
0: Oh man, I th- you know tough crowd.
2: I, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but if anybody died, then you did kill. So <laughs> I mean,
0: it was a tough crowd. I'm telling you, uh, I had to ask one woman to leave because she kept trying to tell me I was 72. <laughs> but I guess to her that was young. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was really interesting. They uh, uh do you wanna hear a story about that? Yeah, sure. I do. <laughs> okay. So I was I had this one piece of it where I was like talking about different jobs I'd had that I worked in an orange juice factory, but I got canned. And <laughs> uh right, that's a good one. And, I love it. And then I said, you know, then I said, Well, what do you think this job was? And I described it and I went, you know i get to dress up i get to wear makeup i get to move my body in interesting ways <laughs> i have a very flexible schedule and i said what do you think i, I was doing <laughs> and this, this one woman puts up her hand and she goes pole dancer <laughs> and then this guy in the back goes lady of the night <laughs> And that's I said, oh so no, belly dancer. Oh, oh
1: belly yeah. dancer.
0: Yeah, but lady of the night. Huh?
1: Lady of the night.
0: Yeah. That is so funny.
1: <laughs> lady yeah. of the night. So you're an executive coach and and we have a few topics that, that are so relatable for insurance agents like leadership, support. I mean, we, we love talking about these things because we know that if we can move our teams, um, they're, they're the ones that do, you know, basically everything in the in the office for us so it's so important to be a strong leader but what i love is that you have expertise in harnessing focus with adhd which is awesome because that is that is craig and i we both have we adhd
0: do you you have adult diagnoses i do i so see
2: adhd c the big one. Ooh. Yeah, this has all the problems.
1: I had. I was not officially diagnosed by someone when I was young, but then my son was um, mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, you definitely, like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Apple doesn't fall well, far from the tree.
0: Yeah, that's actually how I, I found out. Uh, my son was diagnosed, and I was like, wow, that really sounds like me. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um I will say this is like a little plug for my vanity project. Mm. Um a- Antonia Bowering one word 963 on TikTok. I go on every day with ADHD tips.
2: Oh no way. No yeah. way.
0: Yeah, will you follow me? Are you yeah, going to TikTok? get
2: the TikToks? I don't even want to be on that TikToks.
0: Oh, I don't know how to do anything? I don't either. So, I just 963 <laughs>
2: No, literally, I just, I don't know how to do anything.
0: Well, you (laughs) just find me and then say, follow. And I got like a huge dopamine hit today because 14 people followed one of my What? All right. right. I'm going viral. You're going viral. (laughs) 25 years.
2: You're in the double digits.
0: (laughs) Oh, I have, okay, 898 followers and I don't know any of them. That's that awesome. Know. Not, they know it's you. not family and friends. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. But, but seriously, I'll tell you my dream uh, for ADHD, for, for folks with ADHD. My dream is that Craig would say to me, oh, Antonia, we – and." Pretend, oh, Antonio. We're in insur- Pretend we're in the insurance business. Pretend
1: right? we're in the insurance business. That's yeah. What, that's what he does every day. <laughs> I know.
0: And Craig, says to, me, yeah. and Craig <laughs> says to me, oh, Antonia, we have a, a meeting to get things ready for that client presentation. And, I, and you say, you've got ADHD, right? And I say, yeah. And, and you say, what, what kind of accommodations or what can we do to make it easier for you? period. That's it. I say that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. And I say, well, you know what, Craig, Hmm. if, if you can like record what you want tomorrow on your phone, I'm a really big auditory learner. That would be super helpful to me versus sending it by email. Or could you get me the documents a little bit early because I run them through a transcription And so I can hear them and, uh, like whatever, or, Hey, don't worry if I get up and walk around, that's just, I need to do that to focus.
2: Right. Mm.
0: Um, I, my dream is the, it's not like we only talk about, Oh, all the superpowers or, Oh, it's like so many problems. We just say different brain wiring. Okay. So what do we do to accommodate that? And that's my dream.
2: Right. I think that it, what's interesting is if you haven't been diagnosed with it, then you don't believe that even is a thing. Right. Like I used to think that it was a thing that they made up so that they could sell Adderall. Right. <laughs> right. Like I, I mean, that's a lot of things. Maybe that could be the case. But <laughs> but now understanding like, you know, growing up in the 70s and 80s and like what it was like back then and how how I was in class and even all mm. through college, like it was, it was impossible. Like I'd either fall asleep or talk, right? right? Yeah, yeah. It was a shit show. I'd e- I'm either talking and bothering everybody or I'm falling asleep. Like it's the, like <laughs> yeah, those are the two that's things. It. That's that's it. It. There's no way between I know.
0: I know. And, and you know what? First of all, I will never forget in fourth grade. I loved my teacher, sister Marjorie Fletcher. And on the last day of class, Somebody brought her flowers and I knocked them. <laughs> I was so excited. I knocked the vase all over her like attendance book. And, oh. and 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 she I will never forget like the way she looked at me, like really, uh oh. really, and you know, not to oversell this, but there is a huge amount of shame oh, yeah. with not an oh. Antonio like why are you always looking at other people? I'm talking to you. Right. Okay. I'm not trying to look at other people, but I can't look at you. Right, right. 100%. It's my brain. 100%. And, and now what would I what would I say to you, Jason? I'd say Jason, I really want to focus. But I have ADHD. Can we go sit in that corner so I'm looking at you in the wall? And then you will have my undivided attention.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a hundred percent true. If there's anything in the background, if there's a butterfly, it's like
0: Yeah. Huh. Too much. Too much. It's so
1: funny. That is so
2: that is so wild because you know what I do at the restaurant? I always take my the seat with my back to the wall. And then I see all the chaos happening right which is awesome i can't focus but i can't focus on the conversation that's the problem like we were just Port. my wife and i were in portugal we were in this back room of this restaurant and it was like they must have put us in the room that had all the kids like it was the babysitting room it was insane like the most craziness going on (laughs) in the background and she was talking and i'm talking to her and i just at one point i said do you have any idea the kind of shit show that's happening behind you right now and she's like no what are you talking about and she looked, she goes, I don't know. I go, no, there's
1: like babies screaming in the throat. Like, it was crazy. And yeah, mm, this is really gone. Yeah. That, that's because yeah. it's like, isn't ADHD like a mild form of autism? Like, like no. you're no. like, no. not even a tiny bit. No, it's, it's auditory different. visual. Um,
0: it's uh, oh, my God.
1: What is it called? Asperger's. Oh.
0: Uh, Oh my God, what does ADHD, attention deficit, oh my God, I say these words every day, attention deficit disorder. And what it really is about is, and I am not a neuroscientist, and so I please, if I get any of this a little bit off, it's, they're saying it's, you have lower levels of dopamine. So you, you are like- You're always looking for, I love this language, bright, shiny objects. I'm always like, Ooh, that's a new idea. Ooh, that's interesting. Ooh. And then, uh, but it shows up differently in a lot of people. Like what um Craig just said that he could either be causing havoc or falling asleep. Right. That's the challenge. And to make it even more challenging because it shows up so differently, women, Tend to be underdiagnosed. The statistics are, are are pretty interesting, but I can't remember them. Um, that it's because you women, have ADHD. Yeah, women are <laughs> tend to be inattentive versus hyperactive, so mm. they look dreamy looking out the window, but it's ADHD. And and you know, there's a huge coexistence. I don't like the word comorbidity. Coexistence with anxiety depression addiction it's like where's that next dopamine hit coming
1: right from, right yep and yeah. Craig and I in the past both struggled with alcohol and we both oh, me too yeah we both don't drink anymore Neither Haven't do I. For, for a long time <laughs> <Congratulations. that's> awesome. <laughs> so awesome I How struggled with drugs a lot uh in my past as well and just like uh,
0: let's not go there yeah <laughs>
1: well you know what it's funny it's yeah, like I, like I don't feel shame about I mean, I guess I should feel shame about no, it. No, no, but not. Well, I'm saying like, like if somebody's listening to this, you would think, right? But like, it's to me, it was a incredible learning lesson. I'm so glad I like to be able to go through s- stuff like that, like some stuff that brought a lot of pain, and then to be able to get past it is pretty Beautiful.
0: phenomenal. And
1: yeah, then you're so grateful that you're not on the other yeah. side. And
0: yeah, I, Huge, like I don't drink now either. And that's awesome. I, I kind of quit drinking and got my diagnosis around the same time. And I want to just say to anyone out there who may have been my client when I drank, mm. I always showed up like ready to do work and be focused and be there. And I show up as a better me now. Mm, yes. you know? uh, and yep. I, I was good, now I'm great. That was an American answer, not Canadian.
2: <laughs> well, and I think that there's a the, like the, the alcohol and, or whatever is, is replacing, is trying to like maybe replace or comfort the shame that came with, yeah. you know, over and over. Why are you doing it that way? Why are you doing it that way? Why are you doing it? You know, like just being hammered that we we're doing it the wrong way because well, it wasn't understood. Dopamine, right. right. Yeah. yeah. That, What's the dopamine.
0: That, that the anticipation of that hit right yeah right
2: i think it was more
1: fun to drive to the bar than it was actually being at the bar right
0: 100 percent.
1: yeah it and it's funny too because like i think that's why a lot of people will like i know for me i would be able to show up and do things well because i was stimulated when i showed up and did things well like I knew like like if I was playing yeah. music at the time like I had a, a you know a lot to do and then it's like the, the drinking kind of numbed out the, the hamster oh, wheel yeah. in my head which yeah. felt good right it's fun yeah. to numb it out but you can also numb it out too by like actually doing productive things by working out by by read like you know what I mean G- getting interested in stuff like researching yeah. stuff like
0: yeah